We know it's not enough to just think our way to success. We have to take consistent action, even if it's the tiniest of baby steps towards our goals. My next guest is Clarity Coach Rachel Smets, and she shares exactly what it takes to manifest your dream reality. In this episode, you will learn how to maximize ideas versus staying in the hope zone, keep your mindset right, boost your self-confidence, welcome fear to get the results you want, and show up and do your non-negotiables. I hope you enjoy this episode. Are you ready to scale your business in a way that's aligned with your soul and profitable? I'm Casey Rossi, a business and leadership coach. I've been a full-time entrepreneur for 30 years and love business. I help conscious leaders increase their impact and optimize their lives. Join me each week for tips and deep conversations on cultivating confidence, increasing your visibility, elevating your vibration, and leading with purpose without burning out. Let's go. Hi, Rachel. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Yeah, it's great to see you. We were chatting that we're in the same color today, totally unplanned. So I think that's a good sign that we're in alignment. And I think alignment is such an important topic, especially when there is so many things that can take our attention, so many opportunities to fall down the rabbit hole. I'm very curious how you stay focused. Ooh, that's a great question. How I stay focused is making sure I... I'm in the right vibe and the right energy. Um, so staying focused. I'm not focused every day. I'm human, you know. Uh, and, you know, there's days where I'm like, oh, you know, a little bit of lack of sleep or a little low energy. Um, but I really make sure to 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 do self-care, you know, just to, for me, I, I need to be outside. You know, I need to, I don't know, go for a little run or a walk or do a little bit of exercise and just, just, yeah, get my energy up. And when my energy is good, then, um, then I can stay focused. Yeah. I love that. I know you're big into fitness, which is awesome. I love to see all the like real life in action shots on your socials. I'm curious outside of fitness, what's a daily non-negotiable that you have? Um, yeah, it's my mindset routine. It's definitely my mindset routine. So, and that varies a bit, but it will always be, um, I have a, a book study and we always study the power of the mind, the uh, Earl Nightingale, Bob Proctor, like those kind of um, books that we really study it. So that's a daily hour um, with a few people around the world that we meet and we read and discuss. So that's that. I try, I say I try because I'm not a big meditator, um, but I do notice that when I do a little mini guided meditation in the morning or in the evening, you know, or twice a day, uh, that also really helps. But a non-negotiable is something that I've been in Bob Proctor's program um, last year. And since then, um, I've really made it a daily routine of visualizing my goal and my future self. So whatever your goal is or your future self, if there's one thing I can I can advise today and suggest that really, really works. And it is related to the mindset. It is related to the power of the subconscious. But the power is to imagine and visualize yourself, your future self, in, as if you already achieved your goal. So when I was still in my job, just to give you an example, I was dreaming about becoming a digital nomad and living a laptop lifestyle and all of that. So I literally 
saw myself like you know go on an airplane and booking a ticket and 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 landing and seeing the blue sky and i wish i could turn around my laptop but it's very windy otherwise i would have sat outside and show you like i'm looking at palm trees and an ocean right now and so i am living that lifestyle but i was i had this picture in my mind you know for for a long time before i was able to quit my job and um, so, yeah, so, so really visualizing yourself and feeling it, right? Like the secret, everybody knows the secret. It's thinking and thinking about your goal, but it's also feeling. Without the feeling, you can think, 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 and nothing will happen. I was listening to, oh, I can't remember his name, and I thought it was a great example. You can sit in your garden and think, I don't want weeds, I don't want weeds, I don't want weeds. You can think, think, think. But nothing's gonna happen, right? You gotta, you gotta actually, you know, take action and 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 make it, you know, do something as well. So it's it's li- literally the feeling, the thinking, and taking the action. So, yeah, I love it that. Works. That's awesome. That's a great tip. Thank you for sharing that. And uh, that's a very uh, robust book practice to be discussing an hour a day. So I'm curious what yeah. your number one mindset book that you've read is? Uh, yes, I was going to say, oh my God, what a tough question because I have so many. Uh, but my Bible, I call it my Bible, is Naveel Goddard's The Power of Awareness. And that is a book. Um, it's a tiny book. It's chapters of two pages. It reads so easy. You can literally open up any chapter you want and it will give you like bombshells and it's really about the power of the subconscious and the power of imagination and really living from the wishful field that's what he keeps talking about not just thinking about oh my goal is to be a millionaire oh my goal is to be a digital nomad no it's literally like okay what does that mean how can you live that life now and how can you feel that I love that. And that dovetails right into what I was really curious about because you're very accomplished. You're a two-time TEDx speaker. You're an author, world traveler. You speak multiple languages. And I think a lot of people, when they see those, they're just like, wow, that's amazing. Like one, how does she get it all done? And so I'm very curious, like, what do you think determines success and achieving your dreams versus ideas that just stay in the hope stage? Oh, yeah. The, I would say the majority have a lot of ideas and they just stay ideas, right? And, um, and, and when you mentioned success, success is something so individual. Like I would say, I would say, first of all, define for yourself what success means to you. And that is really when I was still in my corporate and I was so stressed and so burnt out um i really had to go back to the basics and define for myself what success means because success in the common language is earn a lot of money 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 right i mean that's usually how we define success really what does it mean to you and then when i started doing that i was like success is not money success for me is having freedom because my biggest biggest value is freedom and i didn't know that until i really really did a lot of self-reflection and started really digging into what does rachel really want it's not climbing the corporate ladder it's not the success it's not the status i was doing all of that to make my parents proud to make other people proud to follow the path that the common path right 
um, but it wasn't making me happy. And so for me, it was really the, when I started writing, like, what, 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 yeah, what are my values? What is, what is, what, what is, what am I looking for? The word freedom came back over and over and over. And um, so freedom of time, freedom to travel, freedom of schedule, freedom of a boss, freedom of not having to ask for permission to buy a pen and a piece of paper, you know, just freedom, freedom of flexibility. Yeah. You know, that was the way it was. And so, yeah, so that was my big, big value. So for me, success is freedom. And that's what I then started, you know, looking for. So I would say define success first, what it means to you. And then I would say the next step is figure out how you can go towards that, right? It doesn't mean take a leap overnight. It doesn't mean quit your job overnight. It means like, what is the next small step you can take towards that? For sure. And it sounds like there's a lot of clarity needed. I mean, values are are really kind of a guidepost, in my opinion, to give us the GPS of what we're going to say yes to, what we're going to say no to, really goes back to that alignment piece as well. And so if we have a listener right now that's just like, yeah, I'd love clarity, but right now I feel like I'm in the weeds, what can she do to start uncovering what's already inside of her, but making it more clear on the mental level. Yeah, that's exactly, that's why I call myself a clarity coach because it is that clarity. And when we are thinking in our own minds, we get so overwhelmed. First of all, we have a ton of ideas. Maybe I do this, maybe I do that, you know, and then we go online and Google, right? And that's what I, I, I did the same, like, Okay, what can I do? How can I make money online? How can I see freedom? And you just get you get more and more and more confused and overwhelmed. So I would say stop Googling um, and 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 certainly don't buy courses and webinars and, and invest in certain programs, but the answer is really within. And so I would say start by, I actually made a a worksheet called find your sweet spot. And it's really about finding the sweet spot between your strengths. I see three circles in front of me, your strengths, your passion, and your mission. And so what are your passions? You know, really write down a whole list of what, what are your passions? And then what are your strengths? What are you actually good at? You know, is it, is it, I mean, maybe a passion is cooking and playing the guitar, but that won't bring you money. So what are your strengths? Maybe it's organizing, maybe it's teaching, maybe it's communication, maybe it's written communication, talking. Okay, fine. You already have maybe an intersection between those. Maybe you can teach the guitar or teach cooking, right? And then what is your mission? Is it, is it helping people? Is it, you know, what, why do you want to, you know, what's your why? Um, and when you find that intersection. So it's diving into yourself. And the difficult part about that is that the first things on your list the first 20 items on your list are going to be things that you've been doing the past 10, 20 years because we're so used to the familiar comfort zone and we've been so pushed into certain directions like, okay, so you're good in this. Maybe you should do more of that. And, and ooh, maybe you're good in, you know, you're good in finances, going to the finances, going to IT, going to the corporate and boom, you know, and you end up doing what, what people push you to do, but it's not what, you, what your core values are. And we forget because we've been doing that for years and years. And yeah, it's comfortable and it's familiar and it's been known and it's giving me my paycheck. So the first things on your list are all going to be related to that, hands down. 
And then when you go deeper, you know, you go to number 21, 22, and you keep writing, you know, that's when you go deeper into, oh, maybe there is more. Yes. I love that you mentioned deeper because I think often we're looking for the answer on a rapid speed. And it's when we slow down that that real wisdom bubbles up to the surface. So I love that you mentioned the word deep because many times, not always, but the gems are on that slow burn. Just like our success yeah. sometimes, if not always, is on that slow burn. It's not the overnight success. Mm-hmm. I know that you help people break free from that nine to five corporate space if they're looking to um, to leave that, to change, to diversify. I'm wondering what the biggest stumbling block is, particularly for women when they're looking to pivot. Um, the limiting beliefs. The limiting beliefs. And, you know, the, the, I would say the fear, uh, but it's, it goes hand in hand, right? The fear and the limiting beliefs. So the limiting beliefs, the fear of failure, fear of the unknown, uh, fear of losing money fear of what other people will say. So all of these fears and all of the fears are actually the limiting belief because all of it is the little voice inside our heads. It's that inner critic of you're not good enough. How could, how could you make it? I mean, it's, it's not going to happen for you. You know, you're not good enough and you're not worthy and who will believe you and who will pay you and blah, blah, blah. It goes back from, you know, to our childhood and how we were raised. And I was in the same, I was the same. I'm being really honest here. Like, you know, I was raised by lovely parents. I loved them to bits, but yeah, they, 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 they didn't believe in, you know, I don't know. I just, I missed love. I missed them being proud of what I was doing. They also pushed me into certain directions and feeling safe, right? And the paycheck is safe and secure. Who says it's safe and secure? So, and also the fear of the unknown and, Here's something that that is really important to remember. We fear the unknown, right? Because we're so used to what we're doing. We're having the monthly paycheck and all of that. So we fear like, but if I do something else, what what is it going to be? But the truth is, we don't fear the unknown. We fear letting go of the known. You know, and that's that's something really important to remember. Like we, we're so used to the comfort, the familiarity that we actually fear letting go of that. And so we are more, what's the quote again? We're more, um, um, ah, I would say it a thousand times. Um, the limitations that we know rather than the limited, the um, Ah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna come to it. I should have written it down. I say it so many times, and now I lost my train. But it's, you know, we we fear letting go of. Or so, like, let let me give an example. Relationships that, you know, that have regular fights and discussions. People don't tend to leave the relationships or bad relationship or toxic relationship could be a work relationship or a personal relationship. They'd rather stay in that toxic relationship because, because they know they're familiar. They're from they're like, okay, if I do this, we're gonna have a fight. If I do that, we're gonna have a discussion. If I do this, you know, it's the familiarity. And that feels safer than letting go of that and going into the discomfort of the unknown. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so it's really about, yeah, stepping out of, you know, stepping out of your comfort zone and just daring to let go of all of these limiting beliefs and stories. And, and the last 
thing I want to say about those stories is because I can talk about that for hours is is we're always so good in, in these worst case scenarios. You know, we have fears because well, what if this can happen? What if I lose money? What if I lose, you know, what if, what if, I don't? and all of these worst case scenarios. What about changing those stories into good scenarios, into the best scenario? What about telling yourself, and it's, it's something that I've, that I've trained myself in doing, like when I'm thinking, I'm going to give you a really good example. I'm in a new house here. Um, I'm house sitting, by the way, and it's a massive house. And I'm all by myself. And last night I heard some noise. And it happened to me before. And the moment I start telling myself, oh, my God, what if somebody's breaking in? What if somebody, you know, I'm all alone. What can happen? My heart starts beating. I get really, like, tense. I, I you know, i wide awake, like, really fear. Why? All because of a story that I put in my head. But now that I'm so good in catching myself, I'm like, wait a minute, Rachel. You know, it's just a wind. It's fine. I'm perfectly fine. This is highly secure. There's nothing going on. And boom, I'm, I relax. I fall back asleep and it's all good. But it's the same for everything. When I was in my job and I needed, I wanted to leave, it's like, oh, what if I, what if, what's going to happen? And what if I, you know, what if, Whatever. I mean, literally, are you going to be homeless and, 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 and live on the streets? Absolutely. Seriously? What I hear you saying is, is reality testing is such an effective tool to really check yourself. Is this fact? Is it fiction? How much of this am I making up in my yeah. head? Because that can really spin us yeah. out. You mentioned a lot of different fears that would possibly hold someone back from making that pivot. So fear of failure. I've also personally, um, seeing clients that are afraid of success, you know, so there's so many different fears and I'm just wondering, um, from your perspective, does it matter or to what extent does the word after fear, um, matter? So it's like, do you treat the fear or do you treat the fear of success, the fear of failure, the fear of imposter syndrome? Like, I'm really curious with your approach, um, what do you yeah. find is the most successful with dissolving limiting beliefs, like the overarching category yeah. or the granularity? Got yeah, got it. And my answer is that we have to stop seeing fear as something negative. And the moment I started seeing fear as something positive, because in the end, the emotion of fear is the exact same emotion as excitement. And so when I fear something because I'm not fearless. I, I move countries all the time. I arrive in new locations all the time. I get lost all the time. I don't know anybody all the time. Like, of course, I still have fears, but I see it as something exciting, as a challenge. Like, bring it on, shake hands with your fears, say hello, come on, let's do this, let's crack it. Because after that, you grow, you learn, you develop. I used to have zero confidence. I was so afraid of so many things. And the more I challenge myself, the more I step out of my comfort zone with little things. So when you ask me, how do you tackle fear? Start by going out of your comfort zone with little things. Mm -hmm. Little things like buy something that you've never bought before. Eat a food that you've never eaten before. Cook something that you never cooked before. Like small things. Talk to a stranger on the street, smile to someone, ask someone something, pick like enter a store that you would never normally. I mean, literally, you know, ideas go wild here, but it's just yes. do things, small things out of your comfort 
And then you'll see like, hey, actually, this is fun. This is challenging. This is okay. Boom. And you can take on bigger things. That's perfect. I love that. I love like the micro steps. And I think that they have the longest um, payback, you know, strong longevity there. I'm really, I'm interested in what your number one self-confidence key is for yourself, because it takes a lot of moxie to do the things that you do, travel where you go and really approach life in this fearless way. How do you do it? Um, I wrote a book about it and I have 11, uh, 11 hacks in there, but I would say, I would say two things. I can't say one thing, but if I have to pick two, then it would be one, the mindset, really the mindset, you know, just, just staying positive. I was obsessing about, you know, self-development books and, and work and this mindset and this facing fears and taking action and staying positive it's daily work. Why do I study the book every day, even now? Because it's daily work. And ask any successful person out there, confidence or success doesn't happen overnight. It doesn't, you're not born with it. It's daily work. So for me, it's it's the, the mindset of, you know, you get, I mean, things get thrown at you every day, you know, and it's so easy to fall back, like, oh no, let me just go back into the comfort, you know. So it's the daily training of your mind. That's definitely, definitely, definitely uh, one thing. And the second thing I would say is who are the people you're surrounding yourself with? Mm-hmm. Because that for me is also a big, big, big game changer. If I'm surrounding by people who have follow this path who are also, you know, entrepreneur or travelers or doers and go-getters and manifestors, I get inspired. I get motivated. I just keep going. You know, the little few people in my book study. Yeah. We're, we're motivating each other. So, or, or mastermind group or I do group coaching as well. And that, that, that hour a week is like, it's so powerful because we're all like-minded people. If you have these energy vampires who drain you, who you talk is like, are you sure, PC? Are you making the right choice? What will happen? What if you fail? What am I? The power of influence is is extremely strong. And I'm, I'm I'm totally in alignment to both of those tips. I think they're very powerful. I'm curious if you see other clarity coaches doing something or saying something that just gets under your skin? Oh, no, really. I can't think about anything. That's a really good question. But you know what? The answer that comes to mind is everybody has their own take on things. And I, I don't, you know, I, I don't compare or I don't, I mean, I don't know. I've never really, um, no, I can't say I have anything to, 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 to say about that because I still, everybody has their own energy and their own take and their own uniqueness and either you align with it or you don't. And I guess, um, yeah, that's, you know, awesome. and that's fine. Yeah. I love that. Do you have any future predictions, uh, in the coaching space in general, especially with a lot of the, um, emotional, roller coasters that we've been on since 2020 and COVID and the continued global issues as they continue to kind of rise. I'm just curious, what do you see in the coaching space in the future in general? Um, Great question, Casey. I think more and more people are realizing that having a coach is 
is not a luxury. It's really a guide. It's a help. It's a ham. There are coaches for everything. There are coaches. It's evolving as well. You know, it's like, you know, like now we've been doing a lot of people working from home. So there's, you know, more coaches dealing with those kind of issues or with more parenting and kids. And it, it really, really evolves with everything that we're going through. And I think it's it's going to, the coaching space is just going to grow, really grow. And people are more and more now, you know, years ago, it was a coach, a coach, why? Maybe a coach for an athlete or a top scorer, you know, but a coach for life, really? Like, and now people are, yeah, you know, it's okay to have several coaches, you know? And, and um, yeah, so I think it's, it's only growing in the right direction. Beautiful. I agree. So if we have listeners that love your style, they're resonating with your message, how can they learn more about Rachel? Um, if you can spell my name, Rachel Smets, S-M-E-T-S, then you can uh, Google it and find me everywhere. Um, it's really where I would love for you to go is to my YouTube channel, because on YouTube, if you type Rachel Smets, you'll find my YouTube channel. And I make twice a week uh, videos to really help you transition into your career, find the right mindset, escape your job, know the right tips. My website is richelsmuts.com. And um, so yeah, it's um, Facebook, LinkedIn. I'm there. That's awesome. I'll make sure to put the links in the show notes so it's easy to navigate towards you. And I would love it if you could leave our listeners with one last piece of bright light wisdom. Um, I would say life is short. So please make sure to live without regrets. Um, and I would, if I can make it a bit longer, um, ask yourself, because that's what drove me and still drives me, is ask yourself when you're at the final days of your life and you look back upon your life, what life are you looking back upon? Are you going to say like, oh, I lived the life that I really wanted or I lived the life that made somebody else happy? Um, so yeah, just a little reflection for you. Yeah. That gets me right in the heart. That's really, really powerful. And, um, yeah, I think that's going to help our listeners a lot. Thank you so much for sharing. I appreciate it. You. All right. Until next time, my friend, breathe joy. I hope you caught a spark of inspiration from Rachel. And if you wanted to review the podcast, you can head on over to lovethepodcast.com slash brilliance. I've started doing something new where once a month I pick from everybody who has left a review and offer a 20-minute laser coaching session one-on-one with me for a private session. So it, it sweetens the pot. It really helps the show. And I love to hear from you. So again, you can head on over to lovethepodcast.com slash brilliance to review the show and get a chance to enter in this laser coaching giveaway. I also wanted to share feedback from E. Beaton from Canada. And she says, five stars. Casey rocks such a refreshing approach to viewing and growing your business because if it's not aligned with our soul, why are we doing it? Casey's mission and focus are admirable. E. Beaton, thank you so much. That means a lot to me. I appreciate you and you taking the time to leave your feedback uh, for the show. Okay, my friends, until next week, breathe joy.